Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello friends, I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 12th of July, 2022. 100 BC, Roman Emperor Julius Caesar is born. He will be the Roman dictator from 49 BC until 44. Roman troops under Titus attack the walls of Jerusalem in 70 AD. This is the beginning of the end for the city, at least in ancient form. The governor of New Amsterdam buys Gull Island from the natives in 1630. Today it's known as Ellis Island. British explorer James Cook begins his third and final voyage in 1776. Cook explored much of the South Pacific and Indian Ocean. Part of the purpose of this trip is to find the elusive Northwest Passage. To that end, this trip will take the crew to the Arctic Ocean. Cook will be killed in the Hawaiian Islands. Coincidentally, this is five years to the day after he returned from his first voyage. U.S. troops invade Canada in 1812 as part of the war with the British. Church leader Joseph Smith proclaims that God allows polygamy in 1843. This one point created the greatest discord with non-Mormons. George Eastman is born in 1854. At the age of 30, he patents the first practical roll film camera. The box camera would be loaded with enough film for 100 pictures, when exposed, the entire camera would be sent back to Eastman Kodak Company. For $10, they would develop the film, send back the prints, and a reloaded camera. In the digital age, it is hard for us to remember shooting a roll of 12 frames or even a whopping 36. It might take a summer to shoot an entire roll or a couple of rolls on a vacation. The second M in the MGM Studio brand stands for Lewis Meyer, who was born on this day in 1884. While named last, Meyer was the driving force at MGM. He was born in Russia, moved to Canada, then Boston before helping build the Hollywood film industry. Congress authorizes the Medal of Honor in the midst of the Civil War, the highest award to military members. Most are awarded posthumously. In 1918, the criteria for the award was changed and over 800 were revoked. The award has been granted 3,530 times, 1,500 during the Civil War. 19 recipients have been awarded twice, and there are two father-son pairs along with five pairs of brothers. The town of Basin, Wyoming sets a state record high temperature of 114 degrees in 1900. Basin is in the north-central portion of the state. Baseball pitcher Cy Young records his 300th win in 1901. The 16th Amendment is passed in 1906. This gives Congress the power to levy an income tax, and they have not looked back since. The phrase, feed me Seymour, comes to mind. Milton Berle was the stage name of Mendel Berlinger, born in 1908. Burl's public career will span most of the 20th century. Like many, he began performing in vaudeville stage shows before moving to the new medium of television, where he essentially brought his stage show patterns to the living rooms of America. He is considered the first television star. 1916. The New Jersey shore is plagued by a series of five shark attacks. The cause is still debated, as is the species of shark. One thought is the summer's heat wave... The event gets a mention in the 1974 film, Jaws. Congress passes the first minimum wage law in 1933, setting the rate at 33 cents per hour. That equates to $7.36 today. 
Motorcycle designer and builder Arlen Ness is born in 1939. One of those people where you know the work but not the name, Steve Young was born in 1942. Principally a songwriter and occasionally a singer, he helped build the career of Waylon Jennings and Hank Williams Jr. He is best known as the writer and first singer of the song Seven Bridges Road. The song was written about 1969. Young was relating to an actual country road outside of Montgomery, Alabama, where he and friends often traveled. He was never sure why people related to it, and it almost did not make his own album. You can find his 1969 version online. Look it up and ask if it does not have a Dylan quality to the vocals. The Eagles used it as a warm-up song in concerts, eventually releasing it as a single. The Ian Matthews version is clearly the Eagles' inspiration more than the original. Actress Pat Woodell was born in 1944. If you're really old, you might recall her as Bobby Joe Bradley on Petticoat Junction. Fitness guru Richard Simpson is 74. For the past eight years, the flamboyant Simmons has decided to be less public and has withdrawn. When watching baseball, you may have noted there's a gravel strip along the outfield fence. The idea is to warn players intent on catching the ball, they are approaching the fence. In 1949, baseball owners agreed to install the safety device. Actress Cheryl Ladd is 71 today. The Surgeon General connects smoking with lung cancer in 1957. The Rolling Stones performed for the first time in 1962. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards were 19 years old at the time. In the run-up to the presidential election in 1972, Democrats nominate George McGovern. McGovern, while claiming to be a moderate, was the poster child for more progressive Democrats in coming decades. Future candidate Gary Hart was campaign manager, while Bill Clinton and Hillary ran the Texas campaign. McGovern was defeated in what may be the greatest lopsided victory in U.S. history. The Electoral College vote was 520 to 17. McGovern only carried Massachusetts and D.C. He lost his home state of South Dakota. English actor Jake Wood is 50 today. He's appeared in a BBC soap opera and a boxing podcast. Oh, and he's the voice talent of the Geico Gecko. The game show Family Feud debuts in 1976. Chicago radio DJ Steve Dahl creates a near riot at Kaminsky Park in 1979. A promotion stunt of destroying disco records draws far more attention than expected and results in the second game being canceled and the White Sox forfeit. 1996, Michael Jordan signs a one-year deal worth $30 million with the Chicago Bulls. Huge sums of money to sports figures and entertainers in general always draw some ire. Folks say that everyone from school teachers, policemen, and soldiers should make more money. The argument sounds reasonable, but it certainly does say something about society's priorities. The counterpoint is very simple. A sports team is a business designed to make a profit. They are selling a product that the paying public wants. The owners feel that the player is providing enough value to the team to be worthy of the investment. The counterpoint is civil servants of all colors are paid by what is essentially robbery. Don't pay your taxes long enough and men with guns will show up and take your property. In 2011, an aspiring Texas singer and songwriter is self-promoting his new album. He and his amazingly creative brothers are shooting some video on the family property. 
Granger Smith had developed as many as five personas he was using at different times. Today, they were trying one of a hyper-redneck, bedecked in tank top, bibbed overalls, and a twang far deeper than the native Texan Smith has. They claim the entire production process took an afternoon and evening before posting on YouTube. Earl Dibbles Jr. was born, and his catchphrase, yee yee, has become a trademark for the now more popular Granger Smith and a line of a clothing they call yee yee apparel. That's history and comment for the 12th day of July. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering. <laughs>